Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome to a brand new series, and I believe this series is going to be extremely poignant for the hour that we are now in. We're going to talk about the deceptions of fear. Now, fear is perceived by many people in different ways, and in some ways, you know, fear can be a driver into good things, but in other ways, it can be an inhibitor and a destroyer. And so what I want to do is kind of unpack fear in, um, from multiple levels. And I want you to understand not only the, the science behind fear, which we, we've covered a little bit before, but we want to go a bit deeper this time. But I want to talk about what fear does to us and what the consequences are. Um, we're going to talk about the circle of fear and how we can work ourselves into a fear of fear. Uh, we're going to talk about how to stop fear from controlling you in your life and why it is a controller. We're going to discover many ways in which it controls us so that we can unmask those things. We're going to talk about what fear or anxiety does to the brain over time. We're going to be covering a lot of bases on this topic. So I want to go ahead and dive in right away in this very first of our series and talk to you a little bit about fear to start with and how it fools us. It's a deceiver. Um, anxious people are not feeble-minded. In fact, it's their brains that are, are fooling them or playing games with them. It's very normal to worry about scary things like speaking in front of people, losing someone you love, uh, being afraid that maybe something's going to happen to the people that you love or to the things that you care about. However, life gets much more complex when you start to feel fear in everything. Anxiety sufferers view the world through different eyes than the rest. Uh, what bothers them are the things that, you know, you might believe are, are not nothing to worry about, but others may think it's terrifying. And it's really a position that um, we have to decide to either stay in or, or come out of. And, and I'm not saying that it's easy to come out of. I'm not saying that you could just walk up to someone who's anxious and say, I want to get over it. That's not even realistic. In fact, it's quite cold and heartless. Um, it is a process and it's, it's first understanding it, which is what we're diving into right now. Imagine, you know, how you would live if you felt fear on an, on an everyday basis. Like, you know, even fearful of driving, of, of, of getting around other people. And we're seeing that now with the COVID. You know, people are so afraid of other people. And I understand that there's a certain element of caution that has to be taken. But this is a fear beyond the normal fear, okay, that I'm, I'm talking about and addressing in this series and what it's going to do to you in your career, your relationships, your life, your future. I can hear some of you saying, you know, well, you know, why don't they just get over it? You know, what, what, what is the problem here? Well, it's, it's not that something that, that they can put some efforts and get over it. It's, it's, a, it's a brain's responsibility, or it has become a brain's responsibility to confuse uh, nurture everyday stuff with massive disaster. And it, and the longer it goes on, the more confusing the brain gets, the more confused the brain gets. And a recent study from Weizmann Institute of Science in Israel has relieved that the brain of people suffering from anxiety lack the ability to differentiate safe stimulus and dangerous stimulus. 
which behavioral phenomena the researchers called overgeneralization. You may have heard that term before. In the study, two groups of participants, one with anxiety disorder and one without, were trained with three different sounds of tones, which were assigned as one of money gain or pleasant stimulus, money loss, stressful stimulus, and no outcome or a neutral stimulus. Then they listened to another 15 tones and were asked to determine whether they have heard the tone during the training. As a result, people with anxiety confused new tones with money gain or loss much more than healthy people did, indicating they have lost their, la- their ability to differentiate neutral, pleasant, and stressful stimuli. So this is a conditioning, okay? And, um, you know, as sad as it sounds, you know, with, with the media constantly, constantly, day in, day out, day in, day out, day in, day out, reporting on fearful things, you know, everything from COVID to rioting to, you know, all the stuff that you're hearing from multiple angles and views and you see, you can't seem to escape it no matter what, unless you just shut everything down and just, you know, uh, you know, live without any kind of media in your life. Um, this barrage is conditioning us. It's conditioning us to live in fear and fear is a deceiver, as I said. So, so please keep listening because this is going to get deeper and you're going to understand things. I want to unwrap this in a way that you can not only understand it, but you can overcome it. Now you may uh, remember the well-known experiment called Pavlovian dog before the experiment, the dog salivated unconditioned response. Okay. Only when he saw food. All right. Um, then the the that was the unconditional stimulus. What Pavlov did was ringing a bell. Okay, conditioned stimulus. Every time he fed the dog, the sound of the bell itself did not affect the dog's salivation. However, throughout the experiment, coincident of the sound and the food the dog made it associated it with the food. Consequently, the dog then started to salivate just with the sound of the bell. Okay. So when he heard the ringing of the bell, even when there was actually no food, he began to salivate. For anxious or anxiety and and fear, the salivation is being nervous. Um, you know, it's it, it's it's just you know it's a, it's the same conditioning really. Okay, so when when we condition ourselves to hear something again and again and again, and we have a reaction to that thing, the same reaction again and again and again, then we are stuck. Okay, and our brains become conditioned for this. So the only difference from Pavlovian dog is that anxious people were not manipulated to confuse stressful and neutral situations, but it is their perceptual inability to discriminate as a consequence of their brain mechanism. But we up the ante right now in our day and age because of the fact that there's so much conditioning. There is, there's actually a Pavlovian dog issue happening in our media today. Well, we're going to continue this conversation tomorrow. I hope you come back and join us and continue on this series. I have a lot more to cover. Tomorrow we're going to dive into the circle of fear, the cycle of fear, or fear of of being fearful, (laughs) so that you begin to understand the depth of this this consequence or this deception. It's Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness through routine. Thank you for joining